0: Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley, and today I'm without Greer, but that's no never mind. I am here to talk with you today about your self-talk. Self-talk, you're thinking? <laughs> Who's talking to themselves, right? We we tend to think that talking to ourselves is maybe not someone's not all there. But the reality is we are constantly talking to ourselves. And the question is, are you saying things that are serving you or not serving you? It's not a matter of whether you are or are not. You are. You constantly are. And I would hazard to say that probably the majority of the things that are floating through your head are not serving you. They're not positive. They're not moving you in the directions of your goals and dreams. And that's because of this thing called the negativity bias. And the negativity bias is this phenomenon that is about pre protecting us and keeping us from failing. But the reality is we don't really live in a society. We don't live in a world anymore where our physical being is constantly in danger, right? We are not at risk for the most part of death from lions, tigers and bears. And so the the that part of us that is constantly looking around corners to make sure that we are safe, it doesn't it doesn't really have an outlet. And instead of the physical dangers that used to be a part of life, right? thousands of years ago, maybe even hundreds of years ago, we our, our brain is now concocting scenarios about ordinary things that put us in danger. And so we're always on edge that way. So when you for instance, when your boss says, um, come into my office, I'd like to talk to you. And the first thought you have isn't, oh, great, I'm going in and my boss is going to give me a raise or say, you know, that, you know, you've been doing your job so well, we wanted to give you some extra time off. That is not the first thought that comes to your head. So when that's not the first thought that comes to your head, that's, that's self talk. okay? That is a form of self-talk. And if you hadn't thought about it that way, I want you to start doing that, to be aware of what you're thinking and how you're thinking in each and every moment. So this becomes about mindfulness. It becomes about being and living in the present so that you can live your best life. And if... You are prone to thinking the worst case scenario when something presents itself. That's a negative self-talk that you need to work on. So there are some instances, I will say this, there are some instances where the things that you, you say to yourself may get you pumped up, may get you riled up in the moment, right? There are a couple of different types of motivation there's away from motivation and uh, and going to motivation so if you are saying some things that get you in a place where you're like I need to move away from that that's fine but that only that type of motivation the away from motivation only works as long as you are in that painful place that you need to get away from once you get past that you can't you can no longer use that as your motivation and you've got to have something that you're moving toward so if it's working if you you look over your life and look well it worked here and it worked there you were probably in pain or danger of some sort and it got you past that. In order to keep moving forward, however, you need to have a new motivation, a new why, and that's why, uh, in particular, you know, one of the bigger things that we have in society, um, and something that I work on a lot, is about what's happening in our work and in our careers. And so, when you are Miserable in your job, and your boss keeps coming at you, and you're like, I've got to get out of here. And you get out, and you end up in a situation that is not really one that you wanted, but it's better than it was. That you're okay there, right? Or you stay in a situation that is bad because your fear of what could be worse. You know, the the negative thoughts you're having in your head about what could be worse is keeping you from taking action. And I'll share my own experience in that. I was miserable for a period of time in a prior life, and I was not willing to pull the trigger to leave. Because I kept telling myself that it wouldn't be, I couldn't get what I wanted, right? That was my negative self-talk. I would not be able to get what I actually wanted. So I might as well stay where I am, because at least I know what's happening here. I know these people, I know, you know, it's the devil, you know, sort of thing. And therefore... I might as well stay where I was. And I ended up staying much longer than I probably should have for the benefit of that employer at the time that that was happening. In the end, it turned out okay because I learned some things. I learned some things about organizations, about leadership, about myself, which is always a benefit. If you're learning lessons about yourself and then using those lessons to move forward, taking that self-awareness with you as you move forward, then it's all good. But why waste that time? Life is short, and if you don't need to waste that time, if it's a lesson you really need to learn, you'll probably learn it somewhere else anyway. So what can we do? about our self-talk. So I want to share a couple of things that you can do to stop the the negative self-talk, some things that you can do to help promote positive self-talk, and then um, remind you that in the end, it's always about taking some action. It's always about having a vision of where it is you want to go and then taking that action. So um, one of the things that I want to suggest that you do is to be preemptive and proactive in your self-talk. And what I have found with my clients and with myself is that the more I sort of lay a foundation of positivity, The harder it is for self talk to take hold. So, that isn't to say that I don't ever have moments where there, you know, something negative is floating through my head. I'm human. I, again, we have a negativity bias. I have it, but I've worked really hard and maybe not really hard, but I have worked conscientiously is a better, because it's not hard work, but it is conscientious and it is intentional. And because of that, I have fewer episodes of negative self-talk or it lasts a really short amount of time. And I'm really good at spotting it when other people say it. And because I'm paying attention, I am more aware of when I'm saying it or when I'm thinking it. And and let me say that all self-talk is not um, said out loud. It is in your head. Much of it is in your head. Some of it is said out loud when you're talking to other people and you've got self-deprecating humor. That's negative self-talk. It doesn't serve you. It reinforces in you, in your in your head, in your body, down into your DNA. Actually, um, scientists have proven that the way we think and talk affects our DNA. So, st- start with just being positive in your thought and laying foundation that is positive. So you want to start your day, in your day, and throughout your day to say things, think things, repeat things, write things, which I'll talk about in a little bit, that reinforce what it is you want to feel, who it is you want to be, and the things that you want to do and have. So you're going to be preemptive and proactive by having affirmations, by saying positive things about yourself, and not doing the jokey joke, uh, um, self deprecating humor. It, it, it's not your friend. So it's just go with that. It's not your friend. Then there's this. Um, the step that you can take. It's called Stomp Those Ants. This is something that I have learned from um, Jack Canfield, who is the author of the book, The Success Principles. I am a success principles certified trainer and stomping the ants. So ants is automatic negative thoughts. And, and it's about just becoming aware that you have them then you want to challenge them and then replace them. So anytime you have a thought pop into your head that you're like, ooh, why did I say that? Or it makes you feel some kind of way about yourself, that's becoming aware. And that's the starting point of all of this is to be aware of the things that you're saying when you're saying it. And then challenge whatever that thought is challenge it. Is that true? Is it partially true? Is it totally true? Is it not true at all? And if it isn't true at all, you definitely want to reframe it, replace that thought. If it's partially true, figure out the part that's true and what's not true and make a commitment to work on what is true about that and make the changes that are necessary to remove that because if if your negative self talk is because you've got negative behaviors you've got to eliminate the behaviors right so that you stop stop reinforcing them with the way you're talking to yourself the next one is and this is building on the stomping the ants is its total truth method and there's a whole process for this, but basically it boils down to challenging the, the the things that you're thinking, right. And getting to the truth of the matter. And so there's a process for this. I'm not going to go through that process here, but know that if you're interested in going through that process, I can help you with that certainly reach out, connect with me, and we could go through that. Or you can get the book, The Success Principles, and learn that process yourself. It's one that you can do in writing, or you can do it verbally. You're going to ask a series of questions and challenge yourself through that. I think the most powerful way to do it is to do it out loud. You can do it, like I said, you can do it in writing, but when you do it out loud, there's something about hearing the truth that helps to just really help it sink in to become a part of you. And then this fourth one is to, th- when you hear yourself saying things, use a funny voice. Use a an accent that makes you laugh. Right. And and what happens out of that is that you don't take the content seriously. Right. So for instance, let's say that. So here's, here's the thing. Um, I am a runner to I'm not particularly fast, and in the grand scheme of my life, it doesn't matter that I'm fast or not, but I made a commitment years ago to not use the S word. I don't ever say that I am slow because that reinforces that I am slow, and so I'm not trying to do that. Am I as fast as I want to be? No, but there's a challenge in that to be faster right so one of the things i could do would be it, it, to say i am slow in a funny voice you are so slow right or i hey, might you are super slow i'm i'm not listening to that right you and i'm <laughs> you can come up with whatever accent you want or a funny voice that you want, but that's the that's the essence. Is that you're going to consider? You're going to consider the words that you've said with this funny accent that it's very difficult for you to take seriously. So those are the four um, approaches uh, four ways or four approaches that you can use to stop negative self-talk is to be proemptive and proactive, laying a foundation of positivity and putting just like flooding your mind, body, and spirit with positive words of affirmation every single day, from the time you get up to the time you go to bed all day, you know, in between the two, whenever you're thinking of something Just say positive things to yourself, write positive things to yourself, say them out loud, speak them into existence, then stop those ants. When you've got those negative, automatic, negative thoughts coming into your head, become aware of them, challenge them, and then replace them, stomp on them, put them out of your misery, right? The total truth method, again, if you want to um, experience this, I'm happy to work through it with you but it it's about challenging the truth answering a series of questions that help you get to the heart of the matter and then the fourth one is this funny voice having an accent that having an accent that just makes you laugh when you think about what's being said so that you're less focused on the content and more focused on the voice and, and saying, I can't, I can't even take you seriously right now, right? I cannot take you seriously with that voice. Um, and so after the break, I'm going to take a a brief break right now for a word from our sponsor. After the break, I'm going to share with you some more strategies that you can use that will help you to overcome your negative self-talk and move you in a direction of doing the things that you want to do, having the things that you want to have, and being who you want to be. So stay tuned and I'll be right back. We're back and I want to move into the aspect of self-talk that I call think, write, speak. So there's are these three components or these three ways that you can reinforce your self-talk. Generally, it's in our head. It's what we're thinking. We call that the self talk. It's what we're thinking. And often we're letting those thoughts go unchecked, unrecognized for the damage that they're doing. And I'm suggesting that you pay close attention to your thoughts. Thoughts are things. And if thoughts are things, You need to know what you're thinking because those thoughts create your reality. If you look around you, everything you see that is in manifest physical form is a result of thoughts, somebody's thoughts, somebody's dreams, somebody's ideas of what could be, whether it's a chair, the computer, the you know, device that you're listening to this podcast on, podcasts in general, all of these were originally thoughts. And the people who created them made them come into physical form. They worked through a number of different things, some that worked, some that didn't, in order to get what you have. Uh, manifests in front of you. So th- the same thing applies to your thoughts. Whether you are looking to create, you know, the next big thing or not, or just some realities in your life, your thoughts matter, and therefore, paying attention to what they are and how they impact you is extremely important. So it, it starts with the thought and you have to pay attention to the things that you're thinking. So you've got these thoughts in your head. You're going to reframe them. You're gonna flip them around. You're going to recast them, however you look at that. And you're going to think new thoughts. Thoughts that will move you where you want to go. But the way you reinforce those thoughts is by writing them down. There's something that's really magical about writing things and writing it by hand, not typing it into a computer, which is fine. If you absolutely need to start there, but eventually going back to the hand brain connection of writing and how that just connects the neurons for, for, for some magic is really important. So think the thoughts reframe those that are not serving you reframe the negative ones into positive thoughts that are that are working for you that are serving you I said in the the first part of this episode to to Like flood your nervous system with positivity, with positive thoughts, right? To be proactive and preemptive. Don't give the negative thoughts a place to even take hold. So that when they pop into your head, they almost immediately pop out because there's nowhere for them to be because the positive thoughts that you have, the truth of who you are, the truth of what you're doing and your potential and all of that doesn't give those thoughts a place to land. There's no place for them to land. So Let's, let's just keep building on that. So now you're thinking new thoughts, you're writing those thoughts, reinforcing them, and then you're going to speak them out loud. So here's where your self-talk becomes real talk. It's not just going to be in your head anymore. You're going to say the words out loud. Now, you can say them in front of other people if you want to. I think that's beautiful, and the more you can speak positively about yourself in front of other people, the better, particularly if you're used to self-deprecating humor, turning that around, not in a braggadocious way, not in some smarmy, swarmy, um, you know, egotistical, arrogant way, but just matter of factly, this is who I am. This is what I'm about, this is what I'm doing, this is what I have, this is where I'm going. Just matter of factly, sharing the fullness of who you are with the people who are in your life or in your work or whatever stage or platform you have to speak. Speak it and own it, right? Speaking, the world came into existence uh, by God's word. When we speak things, things happen. And you thought it was magical when you were writing. Imagine speaking. And all of this boils back to your brain doesn't know the difference between when you're joking and when you're serious. It doesn't know the difference between negative and positive. Its job is simply to make happen what you're thinking, what you're saying, what you are speaking. It's going to make those things true. So if you are saying that you are a klutz, you're gonna find that you're constantly tripping, reinforcing that you're a klutz so that you continue to say that you're a klutz and then you continue to trip and fall because you are saying, this is who I am, therefore, brain, make it so. So if you don't want to be that, what's the opposite of being a clutch? You, You are always stepping on solid ground. I'm always walking on solid ground, right? I'm always walking with my head held high and moving purposefully where I'm going that's the opposite of, you know, tripping and falling and Klutzville and all that other stuff. You are moving purposefully through this world, always standing on solid ground, landing on your feet, whatever you want, nine lives, whatever it is you want to say, right? That's positive, that reinforces. And as you say it, It reinforces your thinking, it reinforces your actions, it reinforces your outcome, and then you say it. So it is a circle, a cycle, a circle that you are constantly reinforcing with the things that you're saying, thinking, speaking, and doing, okay? And then I want to wrap up with this. I don't remember where I learned this, so I'm not going to give proper attribution for it, but it's something that I have done for decades now, which is first, second, third, right? I speak my affirmations. I say the things that I'm saying to myself in the first person, the second person and the third person. So I am speaking, thinking who I am. I am telling myself that as if it was a friend talking to me, right, talking, speaking to me in the second person. So I'm addressing myself in the second person because I'm telling myself, this is who you are. And then, I'm referring to myself in the third person, hearing other people affirming me, right? So I'm affirming me. In the second person, someone else is talking directly to me, affirming me. And then the third person is other people affirming me. If you're thinking I don't need other people affirming, true. You don't need them, but you can't tell me you don't like it. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't help you to stay on track and um, can t- continue moving the way you want to. So, yeah, you don't need it. You absolutely have to be someone who affirms yourself. And if you never get another affirmation from outside of you, uh, you can do that for yourself, but having other people do that directly, hearing them, it's, you know, you can't beat it. So why not do that yourself? So here, here's you getting the best of both worlds. You are doing the talking. You are speaking for other people because they would say it. They do say it. So you're just saying it for them to yourself. So first, second, For instance, um, the the example I just gave, I walk with my head held high, I walk with my head held high, walking purposefully um, through life, right? I walk with my head held high, purposefully walking through life. Whitney, you walk with your head held high And you are purposefully walking through life, second person, right? That someone speaking directly to me, speaking, um, uplifting me, encouraging me, supporting me, speaking to me directly, saying, Whitney, you are, you are this. Whether you know it or not, you are that. So I'm saying that to you. Go with that live that feel that and what it feels like for someone to say affirming reaffirming things directly to you and then the third person Whitney is always walking with her head held high she's purposefully walking through life Whitney's Walking with her head held high, purposefully walking through life. And it's like I'm overhearing a conversation of someone else saying those things to me, for me, for the benefit of me. And I get to bask in that, right? So First person, second person, third person. So, those are my fabulous tips to help you to talk to yourself in a way that moves you to be the person you want to be, to do the things you want to do, to have the things you want to have, how you fill the sentences depends on what it is you're trying to do the, the, the essence of this is that you've got to catch yourself to recognize when your thoughts when your words the words that you are speaking out loud when they are not Serving you, when they are not moving you where you want to go, that you've got to put a stop to that, that you have to halt it. I talked about stomping on ants earlier, stomp the ants. Just start with being aware of what you say. And when you say it, there are probably times when you say things, negative things about yourself more than others. When you are feeling stressed and overworked and overwhelmed, right? When you have made a mistake, give yourself permission to make mistakes. First of all, those are opportunities to learn and grow. And instead of Taking them on as some sort of, um, uh, instead of taking them on as some sort of indictment about who you are, you can recognize, you know, I'm always learning new things. I'm always taking the experiences of my life and learning new things that allow me to be more creative, to allow me to be more curious, that allow me to be more connected to other people. You can turn that around any way you choose. And the bottom line is that you get to choose. So here's the thing. You are affirming yourself each and every day. You are affirming yourself all day long. The question How are you affirming yourself? Right? I, I mentioned earlier wh- whether you are positive in your affirmations or negative in your affirmations, your brain is working and sometimes working overtime to prove that your affirmations are true. You are constantly affirming yourself. Become someone who affirms the very best of who you are, who affirms the things that are moving you to be the person you want to be who does and has the things you want to do and have. That's all I'm talking about. Pay attention to how you are affirming yourself and make sure it is positive and moving you forward. So I'm going to wrap this up. Just reiterating, be preemptive and proactive with your words, your words of affirmation. Make sure they're positive, that they're both written and spoken, not just in your head. Do this throughout the day. You've probably heard um, post-it notes on mirrors, on your computer, wherever you are, in your journals, before you go to bed, when you wake up in the morning. Just flood your nervous system preemptively and proactively with all the positivity that you can uh, manage stomp those ants aunt, that the automatic negative thoughts just the, you're going to stop them in their tracks right acknowledge that you're having them you're going to be aware that you're having them challenge the veracity of them and then replace them with the truth Replace them with what's true. And if you need to get to what's true, you can try the total truth method. There is a series of questions that you ask. Again, you can reach out to me. I'm happy to work with you through that process. Or you can get them from Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles. And use a funny voice or an accent that makes you laugh and not take the content of those negative thoughts, those those self-defeating, self-limiting beliefs that you have. Use a funny voice that makes it impossible for you to take any of that seriously. And then think, write, speak. Think the thoughts, turn the negative ones into positive ones. Once you've got the positive way that you want to say something, that you want to think something, write it and then speak it out loud. Don't be afraid to vocalize. Don't just let it sit as a voice in your head because what will happen is if you have a negative thought and you counter it with words out loud, you actually hear yourself saying the truth so speak up speak out and and speak the truth and then first second third first person second person third person make sure that you are affirming yourself from yourself to yourself and around yourself right so that you are saying i am i am the the strongest Most powerful statements that you can make are I am statements. And then you can say them in the third, in the second person, where it's someone speaking to you, affirming what you've already said in the first person. They're just affirming that. And then in the third person, so that you're overhearing what other people are saying about you. And so you're just surrounded inside, out, outside, in. You are surrounded with the the affirmations that will make you the person that you are constantly in process of becoming. Okay, so thank you for joining me um, for this episode. Hopefully, Greer will be back next week. She is, you know, busy. Um, she's doing video recording. She's recording um, videos for work. So she's busy this week, but uh, hopefully she'll be back next week and we will have a, another wonderful episode lined up for you then. So for now, speak, speak the truth. Speak to who you are and who you are becoming stay positive. And until next time, thank you for joining me for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, Subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at Life, Lemons, Lemondrops.com.